The Scoop. I'm Dinah Jansen. Today, we are welcoming Dr. Linda Colgan, coordinator in the Faculty of Education here at Queen's University and co-organizer of Science Rendezvous Kingston, which launched on May 1st virtually. Welcome, Linda. Good morning. It's wonderful to be here, Dinah. Thank you for including me in this lineup. I'm so excited to talk to you. There's really amazing stuff happening virtually right now. I'm sorry we're not in MacArthur College right now, but goodness me, lots of great stuff with the Science Rendezvous happening. Can you tell us about Science Rendezvous, this annual event, which I too have attended, and I'm so happy that it's happening again. Tell us more. Thank you, Donna. So this is our 10th anniversary year. So I'm just going to let you know that last year we were all ready to go. We had a huge lineup ready for the Land Center. And then COVID hit, we had to put a full stop on everything. But that didn't really stop us because we decided that Well, we were going to try to make the best of this and try to do something for 2021. So we we spoke to all our presenters. We got everybody on board. They said, yeah, we're going to go ahead. And then, of course, in September, we found out that we would be virtual across the whole country for Science Rendezvous. All of our presenters said, no problem. We'll figure out what we can do to come to to do presentations so that people can attend. We will pivot, we will do this. We'll make it happen, Linda. And that's exactly what's happened. We have the um, the biggest exhibition we've ever had. And uh, we have so much variety. We have things for people of all ages. We have things for classrooms. We have um, outdoor activities. We have webinars. We are just so grateful for the generosity of the researchers and the volunteers that have spent hours putting together videos and activities and booklets. It's, it's magical to see the, um, the interface for Science Rendezvous. It's so easy to use, so easy to navigate. And so far, I'm having a blast. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Well, you've, you've got me excited already. Can you tell us a little bit more about the virtual exhibits and activities that are going to be happening and are happening right now through Science Rendezvous? Absolutely, Dinah. So we kicked off on May the 1st with um, a wonderful, wonderful exhibit from the Canadian Museum of Nature. Um, all the photography winners from uh, Canadian Geographic. And so you can take a tour through a virtual gallery. And then what um, we had the opportunity to do was create some puzzles because we all know that jigsaw puzzles have taken off during uh, this time of COVID. And so we have simple puzzles and advanced puzzles based on the photographs from the Museum of Nature that kids can put together. So 
So that is really wonderful. Mm -hmm. On Monday, we took a tour with the world's leading um, dinosaur builder, Peter May, at Research Casting International. And he took us basically from the field where they discover a piece of rock to all through the process of getting the fossils out to actually showing us what a completed a whale and dinosaur skeleton would look like. Wow. And the questions were fabulous. For people who can't attend the live sessions and the Q&As, we post them the second, the day after, so that people can watch them on demand. So we've tried to make it so that if you want to be there in person and ask questions, that's great. If not, you can watch it the, the next day. On Tuesday, we had a live event with John Small, who mm -hmm. talked about climate change in the Arctic. And I have to tell you that the kids asked so many questions, so many questions. And there was just such a popular response uh, to John's wonderful, accessible way of answering the questions that we actually had to cut the session off because we knew that Dr. Small had another appointment um, shortly after two o'clock. So that was fabulous. Today, we have a live webinar with Jasmine Brar. Jasmine has been named as one of the top explorers under 30 in Canada. She's traveled to both the Arctic and the Antarctic. She is an ocean conservator, and she's doing a workshop for high school students to talk to them about leadership, to talk to them about nature conservancy, and to talk to them about her adventures in the Arctic. We have over 300 people registered. Now, 300 registrations can mean a lot of people because sometimes mm -hmm. one registration is for a classroom with 40 or you know, 30, 40 kids. And so we're excited. We know we have people from all over the world attending. Um, for example, on Monday, we had a family from Argentina who wanted to hear about the Titanosaur. Um, we expect to have people from across the country and across the world again today to hear Jasmine. On Monday, we have James Raffin, who has been named as one of Canada's most important explorers of all times. Uh, James has traveled extensively to the Arctic and the Antarctic, and James does it slowly. So he does it by canoe, by kayak, by wow. dog sled, by bicycle, by foot. And he's going to talk to us about the art, the science, and the magic of exploration. And hopefully he will talk to us about um, his most recent adventure, which was developing a wonderful relationship <laughs> with a polar bear in the Arctic. So we go from there. We've also featured our engineering department in a magical way. We have a section on our floor plan called Innovators and Influencers. 
And what we have done is feature all of the remarkable women in engineering who are changing the face of research and are helping our planet in so many different ways. We have also featured the physics department and we have both astronomy and snow lab, um, the Arthur McDonald Institute. And basically we have 10 professors from uh, those departments who have prepared short videos for us to actually get a sneak peek inside those labs. We're featuring the Million Trees Project. We're trying to start a million conversations about trees and plant a million trees across Canada. And we have Lindsay Carmichael, who is a scientist and author to speak to us about the boreal forest. We have a science chase competition for kids and they can enter, do the activities and become a national science chase uh, champion watching their name up on the leaderboard. We have activities to do at home. So we have STEM at home activities that you can do experiments at the kitchen table, at the kitchen sink. We also have uh, birding activities to do outside. Um, the Queen's Biological uh, Station has provided us with lots of leadership there. And so the outdoor activities are absolutely fantastic. I'm working currently on um, an answer project about bringing dinosaur kits into schools. And so to accompany that, we actually have a section on all of the women who were pioneers in geology and paleontology. So for example, um, there's one woman whose name is Lucille and Lucille was the first black woman to actually go to the Klondike and she was both a miner and a prospector and one of the first um, geologists to actually work in that area. So all of these women are being celebrated for essentially laying the way for all of us to participate. And I'm going to tell you about our piece de resistance, okay. which we'll be launching on the weekend. That we've developed two apps. These are um, explorations. They are um, virtual environments, educational video games, where kids can take trips through a futuristic city or visit a space station, and they can learn engineering concepts and physics concepts along the way, play the game over and over and over again, and learn and have fun. So I don't know, we have something for everyone. And as I say, our researchers have contributed resources. Um, the Child and Adolescent Lab here at Queen's created the most incredible activity book for children 
to teach them about what psychology is. And it is absolutely spectacular. Um, we are just so grateful. Kim Garrett is the other co-coordinator. And we have a small team, but we have a mighty team. And we've been helped by the Smith School of Business with all of our webinars. The IT department at the Faculty of Education has worked incredibly hard. Holly Shepard, Joanna Michalkowski, they have made everything on paper come alive. This has been a dream since last September. And when it went live on Saturday morning, I have to tell you, I did not have dry eyes at that time. When I realized that it was live and people were logging in, I thought we did it. We did it with a lot of help and a lot of support, but we did it. And I couldn't be prouder. For our 10th anniversary celebration, I think we've knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Congratulations to you. That what a what a great feeling that must be. Amazing. <laughs> wow. And uh, it's great to see that there's so much community engagement too and and uh after a, a more than a year of doing things virtually that folks are coming out to this these virtual events that Science Rendezvous is offering and engaging with it either live or coming in afterwards too, which I think is a really great opportunity and, for folks to take advantage. And it's because, yeah, and Dinah, it's because we have so much community yeah. support. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library System is making sure that they notify the public that they have books to uh, complement all of the speakers that we have. We have had um, an opportunity to do interviews on CKWS. The Rogers radio stations have been running um, uh, small promo ads for us. And basically we've had uptake from the Limestone District School Board, the Algonquin Lakeshore District School Board. People are, we're looking forward to this event. Every year we have lineups around the corner of the Leon Center. And the last year there were 5,200 people there. People are waiting for this event to happen this year. And the fact that they've hopped on um, online speaks highly of what an impact this has had in the Kingston mm -hmm. area. It makes a difference, it really does. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is that I want our young kids around the world to realize that STEM has science, technology, engineering and math has so many faces and so many possibilities. What we've done is try to feature so many young people in our activities so that kids can say, I could do that. I look a lot like that person. Guess what? This is not too far away from what I can do. And we need to make science, technology, engineering, and math 
inspirational because, Dinah, the sad fact is that less than 50% of students in Canada graduate with a grade 12 math or science credit. And that basically shuts them out of between 65 and 75% of programs in apprenticeships, in community college, at university. And what we wanna do is open doors to show careers that they would never have Mm -hmm. dreamed of. Would have ever thought you could grow up to be a dinosaur builder? Yeah, well, guess what? You can. Whoever would have thought that you could grow up and do and in, develop a robot that basically mimics an ibex goat and can travel up and down hills? Um, we're showing kids the exciting possibilities and hoping for uptake. Well, I was going to ask why promotion of the STEM disciplines is so important to you. And I think that just summed it up beautifully. Wow, uh, very inspiring, absolutely. Uh, it, it didn't occur to me until you just said it that, wow, it is very important that youth uh, really develop an interest in STEM as early as possible, especially as they're selecting their classes through high school because yes, in order to take this or that particular course or uh, major in this particular area at the university or even college levels, you must fulfill some of these prerequisites and math and sciences are in there, as you certainly said. And I think, Dinah, one of the things that um, this global pandemic has taught us is that science is important. Understanding science is important. Communicating science is important, but being able to understand what the scientists are saying is really the key. And so one of the things I'm very proud of is the extent to which all of the Queen's researchers, all of our special guests have made incredible efforts to make the science behind what they do accessible, understandable, so that children can talk about the science accurately, but in language that they can use and understand. Mm -hmm. And if we can get all scientists communicating this way, how wonderful it would be for all of us to be able to interpret the data that we are being bombarded with every day. Science is important. Science communication is equally as important. And at its root, that's what Science Rendezvous is all about. It's about communicating the discoveries, communicating about the people, communicating about the processes of science that are required in order to make the cures happen, make Mm -hmm. the magic happen, make the robot walk, make the, you know, make the uh, space capsule move. 
make the roller coaster not fly off its track, <laughs> all of those things. That's what we're trying to do. Um, take everyday things and show that there's science behind them. Thank you so much for that. Now, before we close today, Linda, can we learn more about how Queens and community members in Kingston can participate in this year's virtual activities and find out more information? Absolutely. Um, if I'm just going to say this quite quickly, because I can, I will send you all of the links, Dinah, so that you can post them. Um, but if you Google Science Rendezvous Kingston, it will take you to our webpage at the Faculty of Education. There you will find the floor plan for Science Rendezvous mm -hmm. Kingston. You click on it and you go right there and then you just travel around and pick the room that you wanna go into. And every time you go into a room, there's a surprise. It could be a video, it could be a book to download. I'm not going to tell you all the things that are there, but there's, uh, there's enough to explore so much. In fact, Donna, that we're going to keep it up for oh, a year wow. so that people, yeah. So that people can go back and back and back and back and visit over and over and over again. That's, that's extraordinary. And I can't, I encourage all of our listeners to go explore. Absolutely. So uh, yes, is there a portal that we can uh, announce on the airwaves too? Okay. I'm going to just say that they uh, it's called YGK science rendezvous dot expo fp dot com okay but if we look up science rendezvous kingston on google that should take us there too that will take you right there and um again it will be i think fun for everyone to just wander around each of the rooms and see what we have in there there's a lot to do Wow. Well, thank you so much, Linda. It's been a real pleasure to learn about this amazing event. Congratulations on uh, not only pulling it off, but making it so extraordinary with your team. And uh, congratulations on 10 great years of Science Rendezvous uh, and looking forward to 10 more. Thanks for joining us here on CFRC. I hope so, indeed. Thank you so much, Dinah.